I'm Paul Levinson, and you're listening to Light On, Light Through, and this is Episode 12, The Wire, Season 4 in 20. And that's 20 minutes, which will be the length, roughly, of this podcast. And let me tell you right now that two of those 20 minutes will be devoted to a brand new song from none other than Idris Elba. And I'll tell you a lot about that in a few minutes. But first, uh, The Wire Season 4 will be ending this Sunday or tomorrow. And I promise I won't give anything away. I actually saw the season finale this past Sunday on HBO On Demand. As you know from my earlier episode of Light On, Light Through, I missed in season four Stringer Bell, Avon Barksdale. I missed Angelo Barksdale, who unfortunately was killed back in season two. But that aside, let me say that I thought that season four did some extraordinary things with what little they had to work with. And what I mean by that is with those three major characters and that uh, level of acting talent taken out of the show, although there still was and is an enormous amount of talent in the show, it had to work, I think, specially hard to be original and to keep up that level of intensity. And I think in many ways, season four succeeded. One of the most original aspects of season four was the coverage of the political machinations that go on in a race for the mayor of Baltimore. And I've never seen anything like that on television. And I think The Wire did that beautifully. And and season four will go down as one of the best political movies, because that's, in effect, what we get with a television show which is not interrupted by commercials. It's really, you know, a 13-hour or a 20-hour or however many episodes it is movie. Season four was, if nothing else, a really excellent political backroom movie. There was also, in season four, a very close look at the school system of Baltimore, and that we have seen in other movies and other television shows before, but that also was very good and certainly provided some very good moments of the show. What was missing, again, though, was the level of subtlety in the bad guys, And the main bad guy in season four, Marlo Stanfield, who actually is a very charismatic in his own way character, still uh, was not as good by a long shot, I thought, as Avon Barksdale and certainly not as good as Stringer Bell. Now, speaking of Stringer Bell, some of you may recall last month I did a podcast called The Wire Without Stringer. And I explored the aftermath of The Wire without Stringer Bell. So we're not going to do that again uh, in this podcast. And by the way, I got some really good response to that last podcast, including a great email from Idris Elba. And you can read that on the lightonlightthrough.com webpage. And Idris and I have been in touch. And I was delighted to learn just a couple of days ago that Idris has come out with a new record. It's a rap record called Idris Speaks on Stringer. 
Now, before I play it, let me say that a rap record like this makes a professor like me very happy. Because you out there in the real world have known for a long time that rap music and rock and roll music before that and jazz before that is not only entertaining and fun, but makes serious points, is what we would call in the academic world a form of serious inquiry, really almost another way of writing essays. It's something that certainly Socrates would have been very happy with because he believed in dialogue and in the spoken word as a great conveyor of important information. And I think all too often in today's world, we tend to think that if it's not written, uh, it's not that significant. At least people in the scholarly academic world think that. And so I'm going to play for you now uh, Idris Elba's uh, rap record, Idris Speaks on Stringer. And I think it contains one of the best discussions and considerations of the role of Stringer Bell in The Wire and also Idris's own feelings about where he would like to go from here. My man Sean said, it ain't a diss song, it's a real song, so the rumor is that I'm coming back to the wire, <laughs> never, never that, yeah, so I decided to speak on it a little bit, so my fans can understand what's yeah. really wanted, yeah, look, from my town to your town, every turn that I make, I get asked the same questions. I heard you announced it on the BT Awards and everything. It ain't the same show without you, man. Tell me something. Well, they lost one and I gained one. By killing String, they made Driss the new famed one. Gave me the license to be the new named one. So believe me, I ain't the maimed one. Now, see, the show ain't gonna suffer because it taught itself a lesson by showing and glorifying the US. Epidemic, the hood wanted to see Russell Bell run free But by doing that they showed their responsibility But, let's be real, how do you think they feel? These sidebar characters were starting to steal in More interest than they ever imagined By design it was about bad cops And a bad police system never about the rocks Or Bell, never was about Boxdale We were planned for one season, only season one but I'm one seasoned actor, I'm a champion So I'm sorry that I attracted the truth For the streets to see something they only hear from the booth An African American, not an Italian Not a Cuban, but a nigga like you They lost one, yeah Sorry I'm uh. a champion Sorry I'm a champion Big told you that You're nobody till somebody kills you so uh, I'm still alive and I'm, and I'm blessed to be able to still do my thing. Phil, London stand up. Hevlar, head shell, stand up. Yeah, watch out for next year. 2007. First black James Bond. Watch out for the Allies album. Yeah, yeah. Driss Speaks on Stringer, and I think I call this record Idris Speaks on Stringer, but that's because I'm such a formal guy. Idris says a lot of very interesting things in that rap. Let's go over some of them. 
And what I'll do now is I'll give you my analysis, my appraisal, my assessment of what Driss is saying there. And uh, I hope uh, some of you either email me or call in and I'll give you those contact points at the end of this show with what your views are on uh, on some of these fascinating issues. I think the main point that Idris makes, and it's a very good point, is that Stringer Bell had to die in order for the greater moral point about the wire to be made. In other words, if Stringer had lived and had gone on to have a successful life, then in some sense, the wire would be telling everyone that crime did pay. So that's an important point. Although it doesn't mean that we wouldn't have enjoyed the show more had Stringer indeed lived. My response is, sometimes morality isn't everything. But it just makes another important point, which I think is well worth considering, and that's that with uh, Stringer Bell and also Avon Barksdale and Angelo Barksdale gone from the show, that did give an opportunity for other people who were playing more minor roles to come out and do some important parts on The Wire. Bubbles and Omar certainly had more important roles this year, uh, although they had pretty important roles in previous years as well. But it's also true that this year we had a whole bunch of people that we never saw on previous shows at all. Certainly Michael and Naaman and all the boys in the school were a major part of this year's uh, season of The Wire. And if Stringer and Avon had still been on the show, there would have been less time for the school part of the show. And so I think that that was something that was to the good. But, you know, in some ways the most interesting part of Driss Speaks on Stringer is Idris's point that he's happy uh, that he's no longer doing Stringer Bell, and he's looking forward to doing other things. Uh, he, he mentioned playing 007. Hey, I think Idris Elba would be a spectacular 007. But this actually raises a point that I've been thinking about for a long time, and it's really the relationship between the actor and the character. Now, from the point of view of the people out there in the world, the viewers, the audience, of which I'm part of that group, we really, in many ways, don't want to know what the actor or actress wants to do as far as a character is concerned. That's because we are accepting the character as a real person. The great poet Samuel Taylor Coleridge called this the willing suspension of disbelief. That was way back in the early 1800s. And Coleridge was talking about uh, why people can appreciate a poem and be moved to tears or laughter and have powerful feelings of joy and sadness over just, you know, some words on a page. Now, the same thing applies, of course, to motion pictures and television shows. You sometimes hear about things that go on behind the scenes. For example, in Godfather 3, Winona Ryder was originally supposed to play Michael Corleone's daughter. And I can't remember what happened. She got ill or something. And so Francis Ford Coppola brought in his own daughter, Sofia Coppola, to play that part which I think, frankly, ruined that part and seriously hurt the movie. And that's taking nothing away from Sofia Coppola as a really brilliant director, but she just didn't act that well in that part. 
And it's sort of interesting to think, well, what would have happened The Godfather 3 if Winona Ryder had played that part? But as so often happens, actors and actresses have lives of their own. They may get ill. They may have other plans. They may not come to terms when they're negotiating uh, to continue playing a part. Also on the subject of Godfather 3, that movie was hurt by the fact that Robert Duvall was not in the movie playing Tom Hagen. Apparently the reason that Duvall was not in the movie is paramount, and I think stupidly, didn't want to pay Duval the same amount of money that Al Pacino was getting for his portrayal uh, of Michael Corleone. So these things go on all the time behind the scenes. And look, who knows what really happened on The Wire? And I certainly can accept Driss's arguments. They're very good points that the morality of the show was upheld by Stringer dying And certainly we can understand and even look forward to Idris Elba in other great roles. But, you know, in the end, I have to say, although I wish Idris the best and I certainly look forward to seeing him in these other roles, I'm going to miss Stringer Bell on The Wire in season five. Uh, when it comes along, and I missed him in season four as well. Uh, Stringer Bell is one of the all-time great characters. As I've said before, uh, I deliberately mentioned Godfather 3 a few minutes ago because I think The Wire, and in particular its portrayal of, of criminals, the level of sensitivity and subtlety, has really only been equaled very few times in the past, and the Godfather trilogy is one of those few times. Well, you heard what I think about Driss Speaks on Stringer. Now let me hear what you think, and uh, you can let me know what you think. I'd be very interested in your opinion, both of this really uh, fine rap record by Idris, and also your response to some of the things that I just said. You can uh, send me a voicemail by clicking on the audio birdie that you'll find on the lightonlightthrough.com webpage. And also on that webpage, right around the same place, you'll find the phone number to call anytime to leave me a voicemail. And I'll look forward to getting some of those, and I'll definitely play some of them on some of the shows that we do in the future. But now, here's a voicemail that I just received this morning from Ebony Moore. We got some great response to her record, Make It Count, that I played on the episode of Light On, Light Through two weeks ago. Hi, this is Ebony, singer-songwriter from Tillery, North Carolina. My music is a reflection of my innermost thoughts and deepest emotions. It's a way of expressing everything that I feel, whether in joy or sorrow. I hope to uplift and inspire spirits everywhere. Thank you so much, Paul, for all of your support. I'm so honored to be featured on this amazing show of yours. You're a terrific friend. Singing is so much more than a passion for me. It's my calling, my God-given gift and purpose, and I intend to make it count. God bless. Thank you, Ebony, and uh, let's hear some of that.
still predicting that's going to be a number one song. As a matter of fact, I'm more than predicting it. You know, I took one of my time machines that I talked about a few episodes ago uh, on Light On, Light Through. I took it into the future, and I saw that everyone was really loving that song, which I'm sure will happen as more people find out about Ebony Moore and her talent. And you can actually uh, find out more about Ebony right now. She just recently put up a page on MySpace, and that's at www.myspace.com slash Ebony D. Moore. That's E-B-O-N-Y-D-M-O-O-R-E. And after you have a good time uh, at Ebony's page, you might want to uh, go over to Idris Elba's page. That's a great page on MySpace as well. Uh, and his page is at Idris Music. So that's myspace.com slash Idris, I-D-R-I-S, music. And also on MySpace, there's a great page that fans of The Wire have put up. It's called Wire Fiends, and they have pictures of every single star uh, uh, from The Wire, and lots of them have come on and made statements. Uh, a really spectacular page. Check that out. It's uh, also on MySpace, uh, www.myspace.com, The Wire on HBO. That's just one word, The Wire on HBO. Well worth checking out. And while I'm on the subject of various websites that you might want to visit if you love The Wire, the best discussions by far that I've ever seen on The Wire take place on HBO's board dedicated to The Wire. And there are lots of parts of that board. There's the official HBO The Wire board. My favorite uh, part actually is the the unofficial part, that is the, the post that just fans put up. It really is excellent analysis, and I've learned a lot of fascinating things by reading that. So I, I highly recommend that as well. Now, while I'm doing shout-outs, let me mention something a little different. That's S fsignal.com that's s as in sam f as in frank signal.com and john donardo sent me some email from the sf signal about the piece that i did actually uh oh seems like about a month or two ago now on daylight savings time it's amazing how that podcast keeps generating so much interest uh and john has a suggestion he thinks that what we should do is split the difference that is people who don't like daylight savings time and people who do like daylight savings time that includes me maybe can come to some kind of compromise where we would just change the clock one half an hour rather than losing the hour of daylight as we do now well i'm usually all in favor of compromising but i'm an extremist when it comes to wanting as much light as possible during the winter so uh, i'm sure actually John Donato was making that suggestion tongue-in-cheek, but nonetheless, my response is no, let's just have daylight savings time all year long. 
Uh, and, I, and I'll keep saying that, and who knows, maybe in another hundred years, uh, that's what our world will do. Now, some other good shows uh, that you might want to listen to and web pages that you might want to take a look at. Uh, don't forget the Sci-Fi Show. That's S-C-I-P-H-I dot com. It stands for Science Fiction and Philosophy. And at uh, that show, Sci-Fi dot com, if you uh, start listening within about two weeks, weeks or so, you'll hear me babbling away about some very interesting things. And now, promo. Well, you know what that is. Actually, you might not know because it's the first time I've played it, but it's the introduction to the Light On, Light Through promo suite. That's right. Every week, I search the far ends of the potosphere for great podcasts that I can tell you about by playing little promos for each of them. And this week, once again, we have a great suite of promos. First, MikeThinks.com, and this is really a great podcast. It's 30 minutes of news analysis, but with a sense of humor and style. I want to be just like Mike when I grow up. I think he does a great podcast. And you'll also hear that insane Jersey lawyer who does the Jersey Todd show and lots of other good podcasts as well. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you enjoy the season finale of The Wire, which if you haven't seen it yet, it will be on HBO Sunday evening. And uh, I'll see you here next time. In the meantime, sit back, listen, enjoy. the Mike Thinks podcast, www.mikethinks.com. News and current events with an opinion. The Mike Thinks podcast. It's the news you missed. www.mikethinks.com. Are you a Battlestar Galactica fan? If you are, you need to check out the Combat Information Center. It's available at www.allenlight.com slash galactica. Do you enjoy science fiction and fantasy literature? Yeah. Are you interested in trends within the publishing industry? Sure. Then you need to check out the Adventures in Sci-Fi Publishing Podcast. Really? That's right. Early episodes feature interviews with Ray Bradbury, Paul Levinson. Go to www.adventuresinsci-fi-publishing.blogspot.com. Did you walk out of the Matrix and wonder if you're a battery in a jar? Did you walk out of Daredevil and wonder, what is it like to be a bat? Do you and your friends stay up at night debating good and evil in the Star Wars universe? Does the question of life, the universe, and everything intrigue you? Then open your mind and tune into The Sci-Fi Show, thescifishow.com. And that's Fi with a PH. In a world where ordinary individuals... I was at a bar. I had a beer. ...begin to discover their unique abilities... The Ninth, a Heroes Netcast, www.heroescast.com.
In a world full of hopelessness and despair, only two guys had the power to deliver the world from certain destruction. Nathan and Carlos are Podcast Pendulum. Doing things only a small amount of podcasts had done before them. Only they can save the world. Watch it all unfold at podcastpendulum.podomatic.com. Just one more book, please, sir. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm Andrea. We do a podcast called Just One More Book. A podcast about the children's books we love and why we love them. Because we're crazy about kids' books. We interview authors and illustrators. Hey, this is E.B. McHenry. This is Lee Edward Foti. Play listener submitted reviews. It's my favorite book. Talk about how and where to find great books. Just one more book.com. <laughs> I got him. Yes. <laughs> the Mr. Science Show. Your weekly prescription of popular science. We talk about the science you want to hear about in a social context. For more stories and for the podcast, check out MrScienceShow.com. I'm Mark West. Have you been injured listening to average podcasts? Have you been the victim of pod faders? Have you been fraudulently induced to listen to a podcast that has substandard pod safe music and a really lame host? Then I urge you to subscribe to the Jersey Todd Show at www.jerseytoddshow.com. When another podcast is responsible for your podcasting injuries, we will work to provide you with the best podcast experience available. Jersey Todd is a real New Jersey lawyer that has no desire to waste your time talking about the law. Hey, this is Matthew Ebel, and I've been listening to The Jersey Todd Show with Todd from Jersey. So if you're in an accident or injure yourself at work and you're injured really badly, you should call an ambulance. Chances are the ambulance driver is listening to The Jersey Todd Show, www.jerseytoddshow.com.